everybody! Welcome to Chance by Chance, a resource for young creators learning to navigate the professional field. I'm having an absolute blast in South America. You can keep up with all of my adventures and misadventures by signing up for the newsletter at chancebychance.com. Today's episode features a groovy group in the rising tide alongside bands like The Happy Children and Good Luck Finding Iris. I met up with Jake and Henry of Early Eyes before leaving those United States to talk about messages in their music, responsibilities of the band members, their administrative influences, advice to fellow young musicians, tents, hammocks, just you wait. Their EP, Minutes, is set to debut soon. May 25th is the day of the release show. Find your tickets to First Avenue 7th Street entry at earlyeyesband.com. All the information, music, and merch you need from Early Eyes will be at that site. It's pretty slick. Check it out. And if you haven't heard part one with the band, where I spoke to Wyatt and Des of Early Eyes, check that out. Go to chancebychance.com forward slash podcast. But for now, please enjoy my conversation with Jake and Henry of Early Eyes. Jake. Henry, welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be here. Thank you for welcoming us. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming me into your dorm. We're on the West Bank, looking out on the river. We've got a very important question to lead off with. Henry, tents or hammocks? <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with tents. I prefer to sleep in a tent when camping than hammocking. For various <laughs> reasons. I think that being able to sleep in a tent... Uh, provides a lot of benefits if you're like in a group because you can all hang out after the long day of intense camping and exploration in the wilderness and you can really kind of have a shakedown. It's like at the campfire every night you can all hang out but when you get into the tent it's like a, it's like the next round of hanging out and you wouldn't expect it but different stuff comes out you know mm. Mm. Um, and it's very fun but once you get in your hammock if you're choosing the hammock route all conversation is done because you get in your hammock, you're all toasty, like you got your little zipper closed, and you're just ready to meditate, which is cool in itself. But as a social person, I like the tents. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> what an answer. Tell me a little bit about what you're going to school for supply chain and operations management. Okay. Yeah, it's just a fancy way to say logistics. And why are you looking into that? To me, there's a lot of like amazing things going on, all like the logistics and transportations of life. And that's something I am kind of at the core, like really interested in. Like I went to New York just over spring break and the thing that I probably thought was the coolest of all, everything there was the subways. And like we went to see all these buildings, all like Statue of Liberty, everything, all the fancy stuff. But the coolest thing to me was the subways. And uh, that kind of just affirmed that. So I do, like I have a very like deep down interest in that kind of thing. I also want to change the world somehow for the better and the environment mostly. So with this job, uh, it's really open-ended and with the supply chain degree, you can do a ton of things in just a, any business really in terms of running how everything is structured hmm. in the actual like physical distribution and good of goods, getting stuff from point A to point B. And with transportation especially, there's a ton of room for implementing new sustainable technologies and that's already happening now. And it's just going to keep happening in the future as we move away from oil. So, ton of opportunity. You can make the world better. Net good. That's what I'm going for. Awesome. And Jake, you were telling me before we started that uh, you 
have been studying marketing, but you're looking to make a jump possibly to communications. Can yeah. you tell me about that thought process? So uh, when I first applied to school, I was very interested in like marketing and that whole like side of the collegiate spectrum. Mostly just because like, I thought it was the most creative job that I think I could apply myself to. I thought it was like the best combination of like being semi lucrative and also like being able to like creatively like communicate with people. But after I've been in the marketing school for a while, I realized that that's like kind of not the case. <laughs> um, yeah, marketing it's just like a little it's a little like too organized at times for me as of right now, <laughs> if that makes sense. And also in like with the way that things are going and like the political climate, I've kind of started to feel guilty just studying a subject that like is only there just to like sell things to people ultimately. Mm. Mm. So like I've been thinking about switching to strategic communications and possibly like turning into turning that into like some sort of journalism or possibly like some sort of like creation of not necessarily a social media but like internet communication between people and like using that to get people in touch with each other and like make the world better I guess. <laughs> Are those new interests or have you always thought somewhat along those lines? Because for example, you went to Perpich. Yeah. Studying music. I mean, did you have any of that in <laughs> mind at that point? When I was studying music at Perpich, I wanted to go to college for something that wasn't necessarily music or composition because I figured that like I would be pigeonholing myself into like one aspect of life and I was like there's more to learn, there are more things to do. Like I did 2 years of music, I wanted to like apply myself in different directions. And I think that I've always been really interested in, like, communications and, like, talking to people and, like, internet and how it, like, keeps growing and keeps getting larger. And, like, honestly, art school definitely did, did teach me, like, how important it is to interact with other people, whether it be via the internet or, like, face-to-face. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's, like, what art's all about is talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you guys trying to say these days with the art that you're making in early eyes? We're trying to show everyone how to, I think, at the core, like, just be confident with themselves and have a good time because we all are capable of doing that you know what do you mean how am um, i capable of doing that? <laughs> living in the moment I, th- I think you're capable of doing it you you, you display it a lot chance for you're, argument's sake you're very for argument's for, sake. Okay. um being comfortable in your own skin is really important not wasting precious time just being self-conscious and moving slow and being too concerned about maybe what other people think i think mm-hmm. is definitely like Something that I've learned being in a band, uh, how to just be confident in myself, and it's made things a lot smoother and better. And um, in that, like, I want to try and inspire that, and other people that may might come out and see us and um, like our band. Yeah. If someone else likes our band, what I want them to get out of it is like, hey, we're up here on stage having a good time. You're out in there in the crowd, also have a good time. Yeah. When you leave this concert, go have a good time. Make it a good time. You have the power to. Yeah. I would agree. I think, like, that what we're trying to do, at least in, like, music sake, or in life's sake, is we're trying to, like, build a community, and I think that's something that, like, we think is really important, especially in early eyes. And, like, a lot of people use art as a tool of, like, self-expression and, you know, like, getting your thoughts out into art, but, like, and although that's, like, an aspect of our music, I think we focus a lot more on, like, the enjoyment of the people who are, like, consuming the art rather mm. than the enjoyment of us producing the art. Like, mm. it's it's more important to us as a band to, like, see people smiling at a live show than it is to, like, make the music, actually, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think we focus a lot on, like, the reaction. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, I can definitely see that. I think a lot of the times people take on this tortured artist sort yeah. of persona, <laughs> yeah. and then that's their way of 
showing the world how deep and tortured they are. <laughs> but if you're just trying to make music to, uh, as Wyden and Des put it, just make people dance, like, there's no need for that. It's just about bringing those people together. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about the latest release? We finished up the second single today. Mm-hmm. So, and we're releasing the first one in a couple days from now. So, we're uh, getting things all, like, in their little slots to go. And the little uh, racing starting spots. We have a few more songs in the works to finish the whole thing up. And I'd say we still got like a good third to go. Yeah. But um, we're giving ourselves a little bit of time to do it. It's, yeah. it's getting really pinched with school. Should, should we mention the show? Let's mention the Yeah, All sure. Right. We got, um, we just booked a release show. And we're going to start, you know, designing, you know, posters and naming it and doing this and that. Hey, and getting yeah. it on the internet eventually. Do but, you know um, the date? May, yeah. May 25th. Mm-hmm. At the entry. Mark it on your calendars. <laughs> May 25th. I, I don't know if it'll be like announced officially yet, but that's like the date we have reserved mm-hmm. and yeah. like the lineup is for certain. Yeah. 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 So, oh, very cool. so we're on the home stretch. You know? we, gotta, yeah. we gotta get it done so that we can have it <laughs> there. So we, will, we'll, so we can have it maybe mastered. If we're probably gonna master it yeah. with this guy. Probably gonna do it. So we gotta make sure we give time for that. And mm-hmm. then also, a couple of weeks to get it to distribution place, not mm-hmm. distribution, but like CD manufacturers, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, then get those back. And we like, want all those, all that stuff for the show itself. So there's a lot of things we got to take into consideration. But we're yeah. hard. And like the digital presence, like DistroKid, we got to like. Yeah. give... So there are some like online accounts that need like four weeks of time before they actually like put it into their library. So yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we have to account for that and stuff. Yeah. But I'm thinking after this weekend, we'll probably be at like. 80 or 90 percent we're planning just to like lock ourselves in this room and like record it's gonna be fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, weekend we're, this weekend we're going to town yeah <laughs> oh man what a good time how do you balance those responsibilities i think we tr- we we try our best to have it be a group effort because yeah. that's the best way to go to split everything up and with um songwriting uh we just do it in rehearsal jake or me will bring up like an idea that's like a rough sketch. Mm-hmm. So, but we try and do that really democratically too. Like the goal <laughs> is to just, you know, eat, spread things out as even as we can. It's the most efficient way. But sometimes, like I'll admit, I'll know of something that we need to do, and I'll get really stressed out because I'm like, oh man, we gotta do it. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm the only one that really like is thinking about it right now, and I've done it before, <laughs> so I'm just gonna do it. So like, what I what I think I need to work on is just like delegating things a little bit better and being like, oh hey, this is a thing we should do, and then, like, talk about it to people. And yeah, sure. Cause, I, I agree Because, like, that. sometimes, like, I end up, like, doing a bunch of stuff, and it doesn't get totally evenly distributed, because I think we all want to be, like, evenly involved. Mm-hmm. But that's about usually, like, how things go, at least for, like, the production stuff on yeah. the EP. That's cool that you all want to be involved. Sometimes people just want to focus on the music itself and not the other elements. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we, we work, like, very hard as a band on, like, not only like the music like we practice quite a lot but like we we talk we have like at least probably like four hours worth of conversations about like social media presence and booking shows oh, yeah, we're always and, talking like, about going stuff. on tour like what's the next step like we talk so much and has like i think that that's like something that a lot of like especially like even me when i was like first in bands and like high, high school and stuff i like really underestimated how important that having those like Henry Patterson, logistical <laughs> yeah. conversations. Oh, administrative stuff and yeah. logistics stuff is crazy important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, just the game plan of it all. Hmm. It's really good to think about, like, oh, how, how is this going to... When we do this, what's going to happen after that? Maybe we should do this instead, you know? And just analyzing things. I think 
we're all um, in this environment of school, and I'm not going to go and say that, like, all the classes I'm taking are, like, super important to me or just to anything. <laughs> a lot of it's just to get um, a degree that says uh, you're a capable person. It's this weird system. But anyways, this environment that we're around where it's, like, a lot of people, like, functioning at, like, high levels to do a lot of things and even, like, going into debt just to, like, take these hard classes. Like, it puts us in this space where we're just, like, always thinking about stuff beyond just the superficial yeah. levels. And then mm-hmm. also living in this hall has just put us in close proximity to each other. And I'd say that's even bigger of an effect because we are just able to talk all the time about everything. Yeah. So We're, like, always hanging out, like mm-hmm. a, even, like, apart from rehearsal. In, in this room, mostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Text on the group chat in between classes when we're, like, out on campus. Yeah. You two knew each other before coming to the U of M, right? Mm-hmm. How yeah. far back does that stretch? Like, not at all. Yeah, not oh, like, yeah. like two months before you we went to college. Mm-hmm. Maybe less. Met through a mutual friend at a show. Hung out once after that. Yeah. Jake took me to Rock the Garden because he's really nice. So we hung out there, too. But then after that, it was just school. Wow. Wait, yeah. so yeah. You, See at the school. you all just met each other. Yeah. No one had any pre-existing relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We've had, like, we, we've done... The developing all here. What do you think that closeness is due to? Uh, I mean, how have you all come together so quickly and so completely <laughs> like that? Well, you need friends in college. You know? <laughs> True. I mean, that, that's something. But I, um, we all wanted, we liked music and we wanted to make a band. So then we played our first show and had a good time, realized we wanted to do it. And just, it was a nat- natural progression of taking it more serious as we go along, the yeah. relationships and mm-hmm. the band. Yeah, it's, it like started off as just like, like, in the first week of college, if any anyone who's listening ever goes, you meet a lot of people, you know? There's, like, a lot of communication going mm-hmm. on. And it started off as just, like, us being friends. Like, we just started off as, like, yeah. yo, we're a bunch of, like, cool people. We all really like to listen to good music. Well, at least what I think is good music. And, like, <laughs> Real hang music, out. dude. <laughs> Real music, yeah. But, like... It just started off as, like, us being friends, and it kind of, like, slowly developed into, like, making music. And I do think that that, like, friendship before musicianship, like, did help us, like, get in the groove really early on, you Mm. know? And, like, Mm -hmm. Bond is not only, like, musicians, but as friends first, because that's, like, pretty important. That was key. Do you have any idea where this support has been coming from? Because you guys have gained a lot of traction really quickly. Mm. Any, Any ideas there? All of our friends yeah, being our on friends. a college campus, those are huge. Not a lot of people, not a lot of bands really get that, so we're just really lucky to be in this right place, right time, this context. Yeah, definitely. That, like, that not only meeting each other, but other people being receptive to it. That's right place, yeah. right time, a mm-hmm. lot of places and times in a row. Right. That's yeah. awesome. We, yeah. t- we tried, like, super hard just to be really nice and, like, make a lot of friends, and I think that that is kind of what, like, gave us this, like, support mm-hmm. system. Yeah, to just to... Band. Be other people's friend, you know. Yeah, yeah. we all need it. Yeah, and, um, that that was key. That was that was the one. That was the other half of it that we took the initiative to do. We were like, and that was just something that kind of came natural. Where we're all just like, oh, we all need friends. So then we just like <laughs> met a bunch of people that, and like took interest in them and got to know them. And then, you know, if you're playing a show, someone's like, oh hey, I'll come by. Like we're like basically in the same little like mile radius. I I can go. Like yeah, and we um all of our friends like actually when we had our first show. All of our close friends here at the dorm, they, like, put, like, oh, come to early eyes, like, on their Snapchat. So then, like, oh, even cool, more man. kids that they yeah. had just met, because in college you exchange your Snapchat. So, like, it was <laughs> yeah. all these people, and it's just, it, it compounded, and it's been so nice. So nice. We all, we always got these homies. They always have our back. <laughs> True. What are you guys looking to do next? We're trying, like, 
not super actively, but, like, in the early stages of maybe trying to, like, get out of Minnesota this summer and mm-hmm. maybe do, like, a five or six show, like, Midwest tour, like, DIY and, like, our mom's car or whatever, <laughs> you know? But I think, like, the ideal next step that, like, we've been talking about as a band, like, like the goal we're trying to reach now is to, like, basically have somebody, like, offer us a tour space, like, opening for a band that has, like, a lot more traction than we do. Hmm. And then we would, like, therefore then probably, like, take a semester off of school and, you know, go play in a band. Because, like, ideally, I think we all want to do this as our mm-hmm. job, rather. Like, don't get me wrong, communications is cool, but I'd much rather, like, yeah. play in a band for my, like, career at some point than, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather be making music than, like, making yeah. it easier for people to talk to each other on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I I um, I um talked to my advisor this week, and uh, I can take, like, four semesters off and still come back with the same degree requirements, even. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I think that I'm definitely open to, to trying the music thing out. Yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all looking for our es- our escape plan right now from college. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you just got here. I know, right? I know. Yeah, it happens. No, that's the way it goes sometimes. But it's weird because, like, I, like I just said, this has been the place that um, has shown us the most love. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And to leave, like, I'd feel bad almost. <laughs> it's weird because, like, in high school, like, if you want to be in a band, I think you could honestly, like, do both like if, if your goal is to like make a career in music i think you could either like not go to school in the future or go or, or not go or go because like school provided us with like a solid support system like a lot of friends and a lot of connections that like we made here and like that was super awesome and that like got our band to start but like if you're looking to not go to school you can like do all of those things on your own hmm. you know yeah it yeah just like it it kind of like provided us with an environment to like be in a band so i think like Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about going to school or not, and your end goal is to be a career musician, both options are viable. Definitely, there's not yeah. a right answer. Yeah, and there's yeah. plenty of people that graduate college and do things. I know a guy who um, grew up in Red Wing and went to school somewhere, and I'm pretty sure he like finished all four of his years, and then after that, he got together with his old pals and started a band, and with whoever, whoever like whatever connections he had made th- throughout that like break. Somehow that band got signed to DFA, hmm. and then they made their record with James Murphy. That's the band Free Energy, and uh, they're they're from like the Twin Cities slash Philadelphia, and they were around maybe like five ten years ago. Okay, and um, so that to me has been like kind of an inspiration. And also, the guy in Boston was like going to MIT when he was recording. So like I don't every time <laughs> every time I sit here like at this desk like recording in the like midnight on a school night, I'm like. All right, the guy from Boston did this. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm capable, yeah, so right. um, it could be done if you want to go to school. It's a good place to kind of to kind of figure things out, get some space from um, maybe the context of where you're living before. But there's all sorts of ways to do that. But everyone's different. Everyone's in a different spot. Any other people who have influenced the administrative side of things I, th- I think if you guys are talking to, at some length about like musical influences but is there anyone else that's taught you lessons on like running this as a business you know you think about this guy um, in boston and <laughs> anyone else come to mind i like thinking about like mick jagger and the rolling stones yeah because they really took the bull by the horns and just kind of steered themselves in the music industry and um because i was i was like watching a video about them and they were not doing so well financially, even in the 70s, like, their record label was just kind of keeping all the money and just (laughs) doing typical stuff, holding them by the balls, and so they started their own record label, and, you know, 
didn't fail. I mean, they <laughs> they kept going, still going. Still and um, they taught me that that stuff is possible. But what makes that possible for them to be kind of control their own destiny hmm. is their love for the performance and for, like I was saying earlier, making everything a good time for everybody. Because there's never a Rolling Stones show that's boring. <laughs> and it's not like it's ever over the top. You yeah. just kind of go, oh yeah, this is this is the Rolling Stones. This like, and Stones. you look at Mick Jagger and um, Keith Richards, and you're like, oh yeah, they're just up there having a good time jamming out. And I really like that mentality. There's a lot of longevity there, which mm. is their positivity, and they're mm. not kind of stuck in their own heads about like the music they make because they could be just as artistic and musical and uh, like the the artists, like you were saying before. That's all. Stuck in their own thing. Yeah. What was the word? Tortured artists. Tortured artists, artists, yes. But they don't. And I think that's really inspiring. And they're still cool. So it's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. you can oh, be yeah. positive yeah, and have this cool. time and still be cool. Like, yeah. And people like that anyway. So that, that's been something that I always think about whenever I get in a little fit of like, oh man, what am I doing? I'm just playing the same song every day. Like, oh yeah. man. Yeah, imagine <laughs> playing the same song every day for the next 40 years. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and they do it with pride. It's cool. Mick Jagger looks like beef jerky. Yeah. I don't know why he just does. He does. <laughs> Once you get to, you get to that beef jerky. I mean, the beef jerky level, yeah. Jake, um, any, uh, anyone come to your mind? Uh, yeah, I think my mom has been like very very inspirational when it comes to like the administrative side of music because she like i was like lucky enough to grow up in like a pretty cool household and like when i got into like middle school my mom um well my aunt my aunt was named sue mclean and then she had this like concert promotion site and then she died when i was like in early high school late middle school and my mom ended up like becoming the ceo so like for the past like five years of my life my mom has like worked in on the business side of music, like, in the music industry. Doing, wow. Yeah, doing, like, concert promotion, and, like, she knows most of, like, the ins and outs, and, like, to be honest, she has not, like, helped us at all. She's not, like, gotten us a show or, like, you know, any of those things. And, like, the only thing she's ever really done for, like, me is just, like, given me advice. And, like, hmm. I think it has definitely, like, worked to our favor. Yeah. She, like, knows, like, as from the promoter side, she knows, like, what, what would I look for in a band to, like, book them for a show, and then tells us that information... And now we know, like, this is what people would look for, you know? Also, Molly Mayer, who is, like, a local musician, songwriter extraordinaire. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's been super nice. She was, like, a connection that my mom had. And, like, she hooked us up with Molly Mayer. And Molly Mayer has, like, just given us, like, so much advice on, like, what we need to, like, make the next step. And, mm. like, set us up yeah. with, like, connections with people that, like, we wouldn't have had otherwise. So, like, Molly Mayer, thank mm -hmm. you so much. Yeah, she's <laughs> a little bit, like, slightly a little bit more of a realistic view mm -hmm. on some things and how the music industry works as it stands mm -hmm. right now. And that, that's been good to have. And she, yeah, like Jake said, she knows a couple people at places like at First Avenue. She knew someone. So when we were talking about our release show, she's like, hey, like, I can just, I can help you book that. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we could e email a general email and that would, an inbox, and that Probably would... Probably get lost in, like, and 500 it, emails. It could get yeah. lost in the emails or not. I mean, it was weird because, like, we played the entry and we, like... We packed it and we had a great time and like we were hearing that some one of like the bookers there was like, Oh yeah, you guys are really good but like we really had no idea like who to contact back and we could maybe try and figure it out and investigate. We could get down in the dirty but then like you know, it'd take time to do that. So she just offered to do that, so that was really nice. Yeah, she um, it's awesome. Booked up that show. Mm -hmm. So Molly cool. It's also she's like she's like the one person who just like tells us to do things. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, keeps I you feel honest. Like, yeah, she keeps us like 
not I like we all, like talk a lot about a band about like what we need to do, but Molly Mayer is like the one person who's like, all right, do it then. We're like, all right, Molly told like we gotta you know like yeah. just to have someone there who's like putting the pressure on. It's you. nice to have some authority that yeah. we can trust. And she's like, by next Tuesday, send me this, and we're like. We gotta have that done by Tuesday, yeah. you know? Like, it, it puts a little bit of pressure on us. Because it's like, nice. oh, she's a real person. Yeah. yeah. And she's got a timeline. She's trying to put us on a timeline. Because even though we're on our timeline, you know, the May 5th, May 25th, you know, it's easy to get lost in school. And that's fine. We're here to actually go to school, right? Yeah. But it's it's cool to have her around, too. She's just taking a lot of interest in us, and um, I'm super grateful. Yeah, love Molly, man. She, that's amazing. She's, mm-hmm. a, she's a homie. Anyone else around town that you're really grateful for? people that you've had interactions with yeah man the happy children they have like taught mm-hmm. us so much about what it is to be a band and like caleb caleb hens was the first one who was like get an instagram because <laughs> like, we didn't even have one did we not no we didn't have one for like oh like four or five days or something like that and like oh yeah, yeah. it's not a very long time yeah <laughs> I, I know but like we hung out with caleb like in between that like buffer zone i, was, I think it might have been a little longer like a week well, it, okay Maybe, yeah, but we didn't have we Instagram for a while. Page, we're like, yeah, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we in the Stone Age on Facebook? But, like, yeah, Caleb, Caleb Hens <laughs> and the Happy Children, like Mitchell and Judah, they've been really influential. Also, Good Luck Finding Iris. They were, like, kind of, I would say, like, our entrance into, like, the Minneapolis music community. Like, because we saw them play at Radio K, and yeah. then they were like, come to the fashion show. We went to the fashion show where we met the Happy Children, and, like, it True. all just kind of went from there. And then, you know, they Iris. were, like, our foray. And then Iris played the this house show at the Paper House that we booked, which was, like, the third show we'd ever played, and that was the first show we played that wasn't just, like, an on-campus thing with, like, mm. the close friends, so mm-hmm. it kind of played to some people that, um, like, some of their friends, and it was it was a good show. Yeah, so, it was awesome. It was a really good time. That, that was kind of, like, the that was like the timeline of it. Also, like, all the local bands who are doing stuff, they, like, mm-hmm. keep us in check all the time. Like, yeah. watching people who are, like a little more established like than us like who are like like Remo Drive or Hippocampus and like watching them do like these do immaculate things that like inspires us a lot to be like shit these yeah. Minneapolis kids like we yeah. can go on and do things like this it's just like they, they exemplify yeah. like the um the abilities that we all have to yeah. just go out there and do what we love and do it well and uh hopefully find a way where you can see it reciprocated mm-hmm. you know all the hard work mm-hmm. and um yeah, I gotta say the Happy Children—they taught us how to play a show. That too, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. They put, they make it a blast. You know, whenever they play, wherever they play, and that's real. Like, like what I was saying before. Like, I want to put on a good show, and they put on a good show, and they taught us how to do that. Mm-hmm. And they're so tight too. Like Judah, he's got like metal chops, like, <laughs> and like Mitchell's playing chords in the bass, and um, Caleb's playing like like ridiculously hard licks, but on a twelve string. Like that's doubly as and hard. Singing. You're and singing, and it's just like, okay, if they can do that, like, we, like, because sometimes we'll be like, oh, we could be really tight, but uh, whatever, that's good enough, and then, then, Happy Children taught us, you can be tight, Yeah, just gotta work for it, and, mm-hmm. um, because they're doing it, so then we, we've chased that dream, we're still not, still not quite as tight as those guys, yeah. oh my god. I don't gosh. know if we ever will be, they're like machines. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Practice. There's a yeah, lot to, to learn from everyone around. What advice would you give to a young band in the community? Let's say you've got some people you know that are, uh, you know, getting some songs together, looking for their mm-hmm. own next step. Yeah. Pretty new to this whole thing. What would you tell them just based on your past several months of experience? Go to shows. Go yeah, to, like, go your to friends' shows. shows. Go to everything. Like, any local mm-hmm. band. Like, show up, make friends, talk to people. That was, like, I think that's, like, something that we did like i don't i wouldn't say that we're like in a position of like 
giving very like I don't know I wouldn't say where I like the level where like our advice is super meaningful but if I were to give any advice I'd say we, we got some, go to the community like so. build your community go to shows that's so important like support your fellow mm-hmm. artists yeah. and they'll support you right back you know that's yeah. like so important mm-hmm. like be like go to the front row like yeah. have a good <laughs> time Comp- be, ni- be nice that's another yeah, thing be if nice. you're just a nice person eventually mm-hmm. like that'll like make a lot of connections come your way yeah. just cause people are like you know they wanna hang out with nice people that's you know yeah and <laughs> it's be, be in it for the sake of everyone having a good time and um supporting each other cause if you if, if you're just in it to kinda like get yourself famous or something like that'll show through and it eventually will kinda like break that ground that you're standing on and you'll just kinda fall mm-hmm. cause it's just kind of a shallow thing, hmm. and very rarely ever get someone out of a local scene that they're trying to leave, you know, because you're just going to end up, we're, we're all living here together, trying to do the same thing, trying to just play our music. The only way to really have a lot of fun is to support each other and have a good time, you know. It's if you like someone's someone's bass guitar lick, or they're just like, you like someone's lyrics or something, just tell them, just ask them about their day. There's so much stuff you could do. I uh, realized that the power of that definitely being in this band because i i played a lot of shows in the past and i'm from like a very small town too so i didn't have a whole lot of experience with like the social aspect of being in a band and like being in like a band scene because i was just like like i said just like a small town playing music by myself so Mm. just step out there and be comfortable in your own skin try best to not expect too much and have a good time should work out but there's there's a whole lot of complexities to it obviously what advice would your future self give to you both now? Whoa. That's a question. Mm. What would my future self tell me now? Yeah. Oh, God. I hope he says, like, wow, living in this, like, apartment that you bought from <laughs> yourself by making money playing music is really great. Like, oh, I hope probably, it's like that. He'd probably just tell me, um, chill out, you're only, like, what, 18? <laughs> That's true. That's great <laughs> advice. <laughs> Jake? I think older me will prob- would also probably be like, dude, you're stressing way too much when you've got, like, a lot of time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, like, a lot... Of, there's a lot... There's so much life left for us to, like, figure everything out. And, like, right now, like, especially because, like, we're in college and everyone says, like, college is the point where you find yourself. I haven't been doing a lot of finding myself, really. You know, like, I've done a lot of cool things and had a lot of experiences that college has brought me but like I don't think I'll ever really figure it out yeah and I'm hoping that like 30 year old Jake will be like here's the deal Jake I still haven't figured it out either you know yeah. like it never don't, don't stress on making sure that your life is gonna end up perfect yeah cause it's really just a bunch of moments you know? exactly yeah. but I hope you can figure it out yeah you're always becoming I think the reason that you don't quite figure it out is that it's always changing you know it's not like yeah. you're yeah. trying to pick the person that you are always going to be you're always changing who you are and and that's life that's grown up and aging and all of that Mm -hmm. that's how different situations all the time yeah Yeah. that being said where do you guys want to be in two years let's say if everything could go perfectly what are your aspirations where are you just describe it to me I'm not trying to jinx anything (laughs) knock on Uh, Let's say if you could be doing anything, what would you like to be there doing we go. in a couple okay. of years? I'd like to be, like, recording songs and, like, learning a lot about recording because that's one of my biggest passions, too, is um, I, like, I like playing live shows, but I also really like recording. Um, cause that's, what, that's what I'm used to, and that's what I spent a lot of time doing. I, I want to maybe sometime 
go to a, like a real studio. I, I want to learn about that. That'd be a dream. And then obviously, like, assuming like we do, we play bigger and bigger shows and make this our career and keep it going. I'd agree with that. I think like making music into a career is probably like my end goal in two years. Well, like of all of my whole life. But two mm-hmm. years from now, like ideally, I think like not in school. Sorry, mom. And like <laughs> play music full time. I guess if, if you can call it like a full time job, I guess yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but like yeah. play music as like my career and then my living because there's like there's nothing else I would ideally like to be doing. You know, like everything mm-hmm. other than music is kind of like second place, which is like kind of a shit situation to be in because that's really yeah. risky. But like got a lot of confidence, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping in two years that like if everything were to pan out, like music would be my job. That's like yeah. all I've ever wanted. It'd be a nice job. Yeah. Make it happen, guys. <laughs> We're working hard. Best. Finally, do you uh, want to plug your show one more time and any other events or... Yeah, let's plug Like your EPA. website where yeah. people can find you and all of that? Um, no, we just made a website. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sleek. I was checking it out. It's Thank a good you. website. Banzoogle. It's a good place. Banzoogle's a good platform. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that so earlyass.com? Early it's band.com. And then we got a mailing list on there, so mm-hmm. if you if you want to be on our mailing list, we might send some memes in the future. <laughs> our friends have been telling us to send them memes, so might do that. Yeah. But um, I think that's it for that. We got the EP coming out. Yeah, it's called Minutes. As in, it's going to be pretty good. Mm. It's going to be a really good it's gonna be strong <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna we'll let you decide but um yeah. we're gonna we're gonna make it the best of our specifications and our abilities it's gonna be six songs we're gonna have a big release show boogie party at uh the 7th street entry yeah, on <laughs> may 25th guns. may 25th there mm-hmm. it is well so. guys thanks for the time thanks for having me over here enjoy school enjoy life I'll, uh, I'll see you on May 25th, all right? Yeah, Sounds good. Thanks, Enjoy fans. South America. Heyo, that is a wrap. Head on over to earlyeyesband.com. Pick up your tickets for the Minutes EP release show on May 25th at 7th Street Entry in Minneapolis. Once again, that's earlyeyesband.com. You can also find their brand new t-shirt on the site and all of the music they have up already. If you've enjoyed this podcast, visit chancebychance.com. There, you can sign up for the newsletter to receive all new episodes and exclusive content delivered directly from me. You can support the podcast through Patreon and find all episodes. Until next time, thank you for listening.